All right, let's talk now with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning, because according to Vaughn, there's really just one big story for us to talk about this week, right, Vaughn? Yes, Simi, I'm grateful that BC's political parties are keeping a low profile, waiting for the final count in our election, so I can give my undivided attention to the main event in politics all over the world, the American election, which is, uh, you know, I think there's that old uh, line from uh, the civil rights movement, the whole world is watching on this one. I think that's true. But also for them, it's not necessarily going to end on election day either, because there will be some counting going on. Yeah, it's been really interesting to follow the American news media just on that. And the New York Times did a survey of all 50 states. So, you know, their system is complicated and the states control the rules and the states are, a lot of them are doing it differently. But the upshot of it is uh, the New York Times is saying, uh, don't expect to know the outcome on election night. Don't expect it to know it in many states by noon the next day. Uh, it could take days to get all the ballots by mail counted. I, I thought it was incredible to read that some states don't even insist that your ballot arrive by election day. They'll thought, count it, even if it arrives several days afterwards. I so, heard that too, and I thought that's yeah. crazy because we don't, it just makes more sense to do what like Elections BC did, which is it has yeah. to arrive by election day or be postmarked on that day. Well, you know, one of the fascinating things about the American political system is the degree to which the states write the rules and write them differently. Some states will count the ballots by mail first. Some states will count them later. And one of the reasons for so much uncertainty is that the opinion polls down there show that Democrats are more likely to be voting by mail and Republicans are more likely to be voting in person. So you could get a state where it looks like Trump's ahead on election night, and the ballots by mail could change the result. And it might take a week for them to do that. The other thing that's a big change, Simi, in our time is what the 2000 election did. So that was the famous one where Bush versus Gore, and they fought it out in court. Hanging chads. Since then, both political parties have thousands of lawyers on retainer ready to challenge the results. And the challenges are formidable. One number that jumped out at me, and they've already been doing this, there was a primary vote for a Democrat in New York in June. So this is people in the same party going up against each other. 21% of the ballots were thrown out because of challenges by Democrats against Democrats. So... Yeah, it's not inconceivable that this whole thing could play out all week, and it's not inconceivable that it could play out into the next week to see who controls Senate and Congress. Very important. And, of course, we know the whole thing could end up in the courts and held up there as well. Right, and I know you've got your eye on some particular states for election yeah, I'm night. Gonna be I'm going to be watching the Michael Moore states, and the reason I call them <laughs> that is that these are states where Moore, who, you know, is a controversial figure, but he's really in touch with the, the Rust Belt states where the automobile industry and the, and the old trade union states used to be. He's done documentaries about them. He warned the Democrats in 2016 that that his people in those states were going to vote Trump. And he warned the Democrats this, and the Democrats didn't listen. Hillary Clinton didn't campaign hard enough in those states. And the big four went 
Trump. So Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. That's really where Trump won the election. That's where Clinton lost it. And interestingly enough, Hillary Clinton lost those states. Bill Clinton won them. So this time, Moore is saying again, hey, Democrats, pay attention. The polls may not be right. There's a lot of people out there that might not tell the pollsters how they're going to vote, but they're going to vote. So I'll be watching those ones carefully. There's a lot of other stuff to watch in the States, as there always is, but um, those, I think, are the are the key. And, you know, the big difference from last time is the Democrats certainly aren't taking it for granted. They know Trump could win, and they're ready for the possibility this time. So, you know, I, I don't think it's enough to just say, oh, the polls are always wrong. No, they're not always wrong. Um, and I think this time the difference and the reason I expect the Democrats to pull it out is they are ready this time. They are working a lot harder. And Trump isn't as much of an unknown quantity as he was in 2016. A lot of voters can now judge him, including people who voted for him, can now judge him against his actual record in office. And, of course, it's quite different. Now, I know you're also a student of history, and there's been some talk about whether or not, you know, Donald Trump, if he had to, would concede if it looked like he lost. And I remember I just recently read an article about this, about Nixon and Kennedy as well, where Nixon to- like kind of toyed with the idea yep. of not conceding, but then he did. Yeah, yeah Richard Nixon is... Uh... One of the darkest figures ever to inhabit the U.S. presidency until you-know-who you came along. And yes, uh, the uh, 20, 1960 U.S. election was very, very close. There was evidence of corruption and ballot tampering in the state of Illinois where Mayor Daley was in charge and may have delivered a few more votes to Kennedy than uh, were actually cast. And Nixon, the Republican Party, they did actually, I think, go to court and try to challenge it, and then they gave up and accepted the result. Uh, The big 1968 election that Nixon won, the country is very, very bitterly divided that year. Vietnam War, assassinations, Mm -hmm. rioting in the streets. But the one difference about 1968 is there's no doubt that the winner was going to accept the result. It is an open question now. And And it could play out a number of ways, just partly with Trump not accepting the result, or it could end up in bitter battles in court. They have some key dates, Simi, written into their constitution by which point the decision must be made. And uh, it's not clear they'll be able to get the results across the finish line by those dates, Uh, We'll be hearing a lot, I think, on election night, not just about uncertainty, but people running scenarios. Okay, Mm -hmm. what happens if the election isn't over by a certain day, if the vote isn't certified? What happens? It gets thrown in, can get thrown into the House of Representatives, it can get thrown into the Senate, it can get thrown into the courts. It's all laid out there, but... I think that's the great fear down there is that uh, it's not just that Trump won't concede, it's that he won't have to because the result will be up in the air and subject to uh, a legal, judicial, political battle of all time. Well, so much for us to talk about on Wednesday then, when we next Indeed, see Timmy. <laughs> Have fun. All right. Thanks, Vaughn. Bye-bye. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. We know what Vaughn Palmer is going to be doing tomorrow, right? Like so many people, and that is checking out those U.S. election results.